It's another episode of the First and Gold Podcast. I am your host, Nick Mana, and another episode without JJ, and he, he's been pretty busy lately, so it's fine. He'll be back for next week where we have our Super Bowl prediction show and preview. But really, the main story of this one, the XFL is going to be coming back because Vince McMahon has decided to relaunch the league that lasted one year and probably some of the greatest entertainment that any of us have ever seen. So, yeah, Vince McMahon uh, on Thursday came out with this press conference saying that the XFL is going to be coming back in 2020. And from that, I pretty much got the impression that he has no idea what he's going to do because he kept saying, like, oh, we're, we have two years to do this, we're going to get it right, but he didn't really offer much of a much of an idea of what he's going to do, which, by the way, I, I'm very pro-XFL. Like, I, I, I just don't feel like this is going to go very well because you're not going to have the, the greatest talent in the world. You're not going to have the best coaches. It's not really going to be set. It's not going to be first class, like, it's definitely going to be definitely going to be like a lower level operation compared to what the NFL is doing right now, but this is probably the best time that Vince McMahon could have relaunched because whether you like it or not, whether your opinions are correct, people there are many people who stopped watching the NFL this year. And it's mainly because of three reasons. If no matter your opinions, there are people who stopped watching because of the national anthem protest. And mainly for for two separate reasons, the refs, because of the whole review thing, nobody knows what a catch is anymore, and also the flags, you're you're losing a lot of the older audience who doesn't really see the the uh, the flags that are that are coming in for really what they see to be incidental contact. But yeah, so people are not watching the NFL anymore, and I feel like this is perfect time for Vince McMahon to capitalize whether he's going to say it or not he's got to know it that NFL ratings are down that he can bring in something and what I thought was interesting is that he said it wasn't going to be a spring league and it was going to start at the end of January which is kind of kind of crazy because that's the heart of the playoffs that's like the Super Bowl for really opening week of what the XFL would be and I I I just find it hard to believe that he wouldn't make it a spring league and make all because also, like, his his motto, or not his motto, but, like, his idea is that there are so many months where there's no football on the field, and you want to put it right in the right in the heart of the NFL playoffs when there's the Super Bowl and all that stuff. Like, I'm not really understanding that, but I, I guess there's time to change that if he wants to be. But, yeah, he, he wants to go to January, and I, I understand that. So I basically got the impression that he has no idea what he's doing, and he... This is really something that came up on the fly, although he said he's had it in his mind for a long time. I, I don't think that this is something that was thought out very well. And uh, also, with the he did say that teams were going to be owned by the league and not like the NFL franchise model, which that's not good for someone who owns the WWE, the king of fake sports, scripted sports. And that, that could really make for some... Uh, some wild accusations of conspiracy theories of rigged games and stuff like that, which is really not good for a league that's trying to get themselves off the ground, which, so yeah, that, it's really something to, it's definitely going to be good for the NFL, a good competition for them, because the NFL is going to have to step up their game to compete with what the XFL is going to be doing, even if they don't have the best players. And even if they don't have the best players, 
Vince McMahon stressed that this is going to be for the fans and by the fans, which is really something that the NFL has gotten away from recently. The NFL has been all for the players and by the players, and it's really kind of gotten away from the fans. Like nobody, nobody really understands. It's too complex for the common man to understand, really. And you have to, you have to like dive into what's going on really in the game. And yeah, it's just, it's just gonna be really good competition for the NFL because, and they're gonna need to step up their game, which is something that, with no competition since like, really two thousand one with the old XFL, but that really wasn't much of anything because. That that really was a the old league really was a joke, but it's because it was based all all off of uh, like gimmicks and it it really did seem very scripted. But if Vince McMahon is sticking to his word and makes this all about football, then it really can cause some problems for the NFL. And I feel like there are he if he could attract some some really good talent guys like I, I'm not I'm not talking about really good NFL talent like. It's going to be low, lower-level NFL talent and just really big names. Guys like Tim Tebow, who he uh, who he did welcome to the league. He he said that he could definitely play. And also guys, probably a guy like RG3. Maybe even a Colin Kaepernick if you want to do that. But yeah, so you can bring in a bunch of those guys and really just get the – got to get the eyeballs on the, on the television screen to, to watch the games, which is something that – the NFL, the NFL has been losing people, and it's not good for their business. And just to add another competitor can't be good for them, and they're they're gonna have to step up to the challenge. But for the XFL, another big thing that happened, he said that the, that there's gonna be no stance politically, which is definitely something that turned off a lot of people. You know, no matter what you think, there are people who haven't been watching the NFL because of the political things going on with the the president and the NFL, but. It, it it's just a really good thing to see, because Vince McMahon hit it right on he hit the nail on the head when he said when people turn on the TV to watch football they want football and they don't want politics which is completely true, and it's like you and I completely understand where he's coming from with that because that that is why the NFL lost a lot of their viewership and why ratings are down a lot you they they should have stayed neutral in the whole thing and they probably. They probably should have. I I I don't know what to what to think of the whole national anthem thing, but it, it, it's gonna be. I I just feel like it's gonna be different. In the XFL, and it's it's just something you gotta think about. Vince McMahon is the world's greatest entertainer. No matter really what, no matter what you think of him, he is probably the world's greatest entertainer. He knows what people want to watch, and I feel like he's gonna put a great product on the field, no matter what kind of talent he has. And he says he's not gonna be that hands on, but I find that hard to believe. Hard to believe because it is such a great investment for him. It's one hundred million dollars, and it's definitely something that he's gonna have to like be hands on with because it it's just too much. It's too much for him not to to do something with. And I know he might he might be like thinking that he's learned from his past mistakes with the old XFL, but it's it, it, he's got he's gonna you're gonna see a lot of Vince McMahon in that press conference was not the only thing that you've seen from him. So yeah, XFL is coming back, and that it's going to be great for business for the NFL too because they're going to have some good competition coming in, and really no matter what the what type of talent's being put on the field there. So the the Jags and Patriots that that was a great game. Last I I was recording this podcast, it was like the second quarter, and right as I finished that up, it became fourteen to three Jaguars, which. 
considering how that game ended, the, it's just really every Patriot game. The, the Patriots got into a hole early, and they they couldn't get out of it. They or No, they, they could get out of it. And what I meant to say is the other team couldn't hold it. The Patriots always come back after giving up a big lead because they come or not not after giving up a big lead after falling falling behind. So usually usually that's how it happens and it the Jaguar game was no different because once that Jaguar defense started to get tired, Tom Brady was picking them apart all day. And he found guys like Danny Amendola, he found him for two touchdowns, I think. And that that defense for the Patriots was able to hold up against the Jaguar offense, which is something that really a lot of people expected, but it's always tough to stop a team that's in the AFC Championship. And the Jaguars put up points early, and that that offense was definitely clicking with Fournette. And even Bortles had a really good day. Like, him and uh, D.D. Westbrook, I think I think that's how you, how you say his first name. And he, he had a really good day, and even at the end, he came up with a big play that almost put the Jaguars in a position where they could win, but Stephon Gilmore made a great play at the end where he knocked the ball away from Westbrook. And the the Patriots do what the Patriots do. They're, they're always going to come back, and they're probably going to win the Super Bowl against the, an Eagles team that we'll, we'll, we'll probably get to next week for preview and matchup and stuff like that and how each team lines up. But... It's it's just a patriot thing. They're always going to be there in the big game, and they're always going to be they're always going to be just winning usually. So yeah, that that's the Patriots, and they're, they're there isn't really much to say about that Patriot game, even though it it is one of the greatest games that probably we've seen in a long time. This year, we're definitely one of the greatest. It's just it it we're so accustomed to seeing it from New England that it doesn't really matter or hold the same weight anymore. As, as like as it would happen if a team like Buffalo did it, or even if Jacks, especially if Jacksonville did that, did that to the Patriots, then we would be talking about that a lot more. But yeah, so Patriots do what the Patriots are gonna do, and the Jaguars, Jaguars got far, and they'll probably make it to a Super Bowl eventually with this core, I think. But yeah, the this year is not the year. So over on the NFC side, this one was an absolute blowout. The uh, the Eagles beat the Vikings like 38-7. to that, that that was a blowout. Nick Foles played probably the game of his life. And that's going back to his earlier days in Philly when, when he had that big year in 2013. He he just played the game of his life, and I don't know if he's going to be able to show up for the Super Bowl quite like that. If he does, though, the Eagles do have a good chance of winning. And, yeah, so Nick Foles was throwing long, long bombs all day, which is something that really we do see from him often. He is definitely a he's definitely a gunslinging type of quarterback, and it's just it's something really interesting to see how the Eagles are gonna do. And by the way, the Philadelphia, if if the Eagles win or lose the Super Bowl, which is gonna happen because you you have to win or lose, but no matter what, the city of Philadelphia is gonna burn because people are it, people are either gonna blame it on the refs because that's what everybody does with New England. It's just it's a fact because. Everybody thinks that they get bailed out, which sometimes they do, but but, but not, not all the time. But And people do say that, but people in Philadelphia will definitely take that and run. They'll burn down the city. And if they win, then that, that city is going to just burn because people are going to be climbing up the street poles and everything, and it doesn't matter how much grease they put in the street poles. But that, that city is just not going to exist if the Philadelphia Eagles win the Super Bowl because 
the the people out there in Philadelphia are they're they're crazy to say the least. I feel like everybody knows that, and everybody's seen the video of the guy running into the pole, which is one of the great videos of all time, I think. And yeah, so Philadelphia, there, there isn't much to say about that game because it was thirty-eight to seven, and it looked bad early for Philadelphia, seven nothing. I did say I, there is no chance I thought the Vikings lost that game after they went up seven nothing. I thought the fairy tale might have run out on Nick Foles, even though he hadn't taken the field yet, which is something kind of crazy for me to say. But. But yeah, the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl for the first time since they played these New England Patriots, which we could, we were probably gonna see a, a replay of what happened in that game in the, this one in Super Bowl Fifty Two. So today is currently Sunday, January twenty eighth, the day of the Pro Bowl, which is the biggest waste of time in professional football. People are bringing themselves down to Atlanta, not Atlanta, to Orlando. And they're just watching a bunch of guys play two-hand-touch football, which, yes, they're the best players in the NFL, but it's two-hand. They're, they're pretty much playing two-hand-touch. They're not hitting each other. They're not – which I know you can't do that for an all-star game, that you can't have everybody, like, going out trying to knock each other's heads off. But you you can put something better than what you do on the field for that game. It's kind of it's, – it's just crazy. It's crazy how much, like, they're just not trying. Like, if I were a father, why would I bring my kid down there to watch a couple guys play two-hand touch when I when you could send out your kid to go play with his friends two-hand touch, even though they are the best players, and it is a great time for the fans. But It's a great time for the fans to just meet players, but it's... <laughs> you, you can't... I know it means a lot to the players, but, like, you can't keep... The Pro Bowl cannot exist in its current state. This is why they went to the fantasy draft format for like 2013 and beyond because they thought that the Pro Bowl was dying, which it was, because we we all saw scores of those games. It was like 70 to 60, which is not what people want to watch, especially a week before the Super Bowl when they're – it's just a bad time for it to put it right after the ASC Conference Championship and the NFC Conference Championship and in between the Super Bowl. Because nobody cares about it. Everybody's going to be talking about the Super Bowl for two weeks, and nobody's going to care about the Pro Bowl. If if anybody even knows that the Pro Bowl is on tonight, then cheers to you, because I don't... Or no, well, nobody else did. And it's just... It's insanity that they let... That they keep letting the Pro Bowl in its current state. It, it's insanity that they reverted back to this ASCNC format. I kind of... I, for one, like the fantasy draft format. And I, I couldn't believe that they went back to went back to ACNC. But with, with the fantasy draft format, I would have been all for it if the captain played. Like, if Jerry Rice played Deion Sanders and they played against each other, I would have been all for that. And I, I was originally under the impression when that first happened that that would happen. And I, I would have liked to see that. I would like to see two 50-year-old, 60-year-olds go at it. I don't know how old they are. But, yeah, for it, it just can't go on. There, there needs to be more effort. There needs to be a little more hard of hitting, which, and it, it, it's just, it's become a joke. It's kind of crazy. So yeah, that, that's it for this episode. It's not, nothing really much. It's no 40 minute episode, which I, I hope we'll have next week because it, it'll be a longer episode with me and JJ before the Super Bowl. So yeah, we'll, we'll see you on the next episode. If you want to call in, it's, the number is going to be 
oh, hang on, uh, 908-913-0822, leave a voicemail, talk about anything. If you want to talk about the Super Bowl, that's going to be a big topic to talk about. And uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's First and Goal PC, the, with the letter, it's spelled out in letters, First and Goal PC. And I, I know this episode was kind of boring, but other than really the XFL, there was nothing to talk about. So, so yeah, 908-913-0822, First and Goal Podcast, next episode. See ya.